This is the Week in Addiction Medicine, a podcast resource of timely news and top stories brought to you by the American Society of Addiction Medicine, ASAM. Today is Tuesday, May 17th, and I'm Claire Rasmussen. Our lead story this week is in JAMA Network Open and is titled Opioid and Naloxone Prescribing Following Insertion of Prompts in the Electronic Health Record to Encourage Compliance with California State Opioid Law. This study assessed whether electronic prompts were associated with increased naloxone orders and reduced opioid prescribing when integrated into the practitioner workflow. Naloxone order rate increased from 2% in December 2018 to 13.2% in January 2019, and then continued to increase to 27.1% in December 2019. The study concludes that adding decision support prompts to the practitioner workflow encourages safe prescribing habits and can mitigate opioid overdose risks. Next is a study in BMJ Open titled Epidemiological Trends in Opioid-Only and Opioid Polysubstance-Related Death Rates Among American Indian and Alaskan Native Populations from 1999 to 2019. The study used the National Center for Health Statistics Mortality Database and found that overdose deaths related to opioids increased significantly over the observation period, including deaths involving alcohol and methamphetamines. Overall, overdose mortality rates among the studied populations have been higher than those for other racial and ethnic groups. The study highlights inequities in access to treatment for American Indian and Alaska Native populations. A new study in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health is titled Effects of Buprenorphine Dose and Therapeutic Engagement on Illicit Opiate Use in Opioid Use Disorder Treatment Trials. The authors of the study identified six randomized control trials of buprenorphine efficacy and or safety. The authors performed a secondary analysis with the outcome variable being lapsed to substance use. The trials included 3,022 participants, and the mean dose was 12 mg, ranging up to 32 mg. The study found that increased dose was the most protective factor in preventing lapse to substance use. The study also found a benefit to increased interaction with clinicians and treatment center staff. Finally, the study found that maintenance treatment required doses greater than those needed to simply prevent withdrawal. Our next article in the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry is titled Association Between Receipt of Antidepressants and Retention in Buprenorphine Treatment for Opioid Use Disorder. The study found that receipt of antidepressants during buprenorphine treatment is significantly associated with reduced risk of treatment discontinuation. The study also found that receiving antidepressants only prior to buprenorphine initiation was associated with an increased risk of treatment discontinuation. However, using antidepressants concurrently during buprenorphine treatment was associated with improved treatment retention. The study highlights the importance of screening for and treating mental health disorders. Next, we have a study in Frontiers in Psychiatry titled Delivering Remote Measurement-Based Care in Community Addiction Treatment, Engagement and Usability Over a Six-Month Clinical Pilot. Measurement-based care is an evidence-based practice where patients routinely complete standardized measures throughout treatment to monitor clinical progress and inform clinical decision-making. 
This pilot study evaluated the feasibility of incorporating digital and remotely delivered measurement-based care into substance use disorder treatment within a community setting. The study found that patient and clinician rates of usability and clinical utility were favorable, with clinicians finding that measurement-based care provided meaningful information for SUD treatment. A new study in JAMA Network Open is titled Evaluation of Trends in Alcohol Use Disorder-Related Mortality in the U.S. Before and During the COVID-19 Pandemic. In this cross-sectional study, the authors examined alcohol use disorder-related mortality changes, looking at mortality trends between 2012 and 2019 to project expected mortality in 2020 and 2021. The authors found a significant increase in mortality rates across all ages in 2020 at 30.74 percent and 2021 at 28.7 compared to projected rates. The study also found that the increase was most profound among those aged 25 through 44. Next is an article in Journal of Dual Diagnosis titled Wait No Longer, Reducing Medication Wait Times for Individuals with Co-Occurring Disorders. This exploratory analysis evaluated the impact for the implementation of Network for the Improvement of Addiction Treatment Strategies, focusing specifically on reduced wait times for addiction and or psychotropic medications. The study found that these implementation strategies reduced medication encounter wait times, but the timing of agency improvements varied. However, despite the significant improvements, the study found that the remaining three-week wait time to receive pharmacological interventions was suboptimal for those with co-occurring disorders. Our final article, titled Pre-Hospital Buprenorphine Treatment for Opioid Use Disorder by Paramedics, is in Pre-Hospital Emergency Care. This study examines a program that allows EMS personnel to administer buprenorphine in the field to patients experiencing withdrawal under the supervision of an emergency physician. Substance use navigators facilitated connection with treatment and followed patient outcomes. The authors conclude that EMS-administered buprenorphine is feasible, safe, and has significant treatment retention at 30 days. This concludes today's episode of This Week in Addiction Medicine. Remember to subscribe to the ASAM Weekly for more exclusive content and our editor's commentary, delivered every Tuesday. Be sure to check us out on social media and asam.org. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.